Welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, a transformation podcast with Laura Lund, where I interview masters, seekers, and teachers in the quest for thriving, not just surviving. Welcome back to the Mind, Body, Spirit podcast with Laura Lund. Thank you for joining me today. My guest is Carrie Tidwell. She's a regenerative detox specialist and massage therapist. And I've only known Carrie a short while, but she's really helped me a lot uh, learning about regenerative health with my own health and my business here as well. So um, she offers practical solutions to common problems with um, 30-day group transformations and private one-on-one consultations with clients. Please welcome my guest, Carrie Tidwell. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Laura. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, so I wanted to um, just thank you so much for the work you do. You've helped me so much in just the short time that I've known you. And if it wasn't for you, I probably would have never um, fell into this work via our friend Carrie Drinkwine. So um, tell us a little bit about regenerative detox and how you got your start there. Yeah, um, that's a great question. And I got into it for my own needs of like wanting to search for the truth for my own body. I was experiencing, though this was about six years ago, I was experiencing a lot of weird symptoms. Like I always struggled even before that with like weight and digestive issues and stomach pain and chronic ear infections. And I didn't really know why that was happening to me growing up. And then as I got older, you know, I grew up in antibiotics and different things. And as I got older, I started to experience more symptoms that were not normal. And I was having really, really extreme chronic pain where I had a hard time getting out of bed in the morning. Um, I had a hard time waking up because I was so tired all the time. Like I never felt rested. And then I also had a hard time standing up straight. And so my lower back was just in so much pain and my menstrual cycle was weird. I was getting lightheaded when I stood up and all of a sudden started to have um, allergies as I got older. And I was like, okay, something's not right. So I went to the doctor and um, got misdiagnosed. I went to a couple different and they kind of contradicted each other. And then I thought, you know, no matter what somebody ends up saying, I don't want to take a pill or try to like cover it up. So I knew that that wasn't my solution to getting to the root cause. Um, so I was just in search for the truth of like, how do I heal my body? There's got to be a natural way. And um, it was for my own need that I ended up finding regenerative detoxification through Dr. Robert Morse. And I ended up, everything he said resonated with me. And I was like, I don't know who this guy is, but I'm going to learn from him. He's going to be my teacher. And he took my level of health and awareness to a whole nother level. And I found out he had a certification program. So I went through all his trainings and I applied what um, he was teaching and so many things in my body got better in just a few months that I was like, wow, this is like, how is this not common knowledge? And so I just started, you know, sharing it with those around me and I was doing massage at the time. And that's how I met Carrie and she was coming and telling me her health concerns. And, um, yeah, I was like, I, I finally found the answer. Like we, no one's addressing root causes. And so regenerative detox is really like looking at the body as a whole and under like understanding what's causing 
all those symptoms that happen. And so a lot of people think like inflammation, okay, but why is the inflammation there? Why are, why are things being suppressed? So with regenerative detox, it really helped me understand root causes and then a solution for getting, getting to that and giving the body the best condition to go back to balance. Right. So, so for, yes, because I see, uh, as a massage therapist, I see a lot of clients too that have, you know, just common frozen shoulder. You know, I had, I just was struggling with tennis elbow, but you know, everybody's got like these tendonitis problems and that is an acid problem. That is too much acid in the body. And we can correct that pretty simply, pretty easily. Um, yeah, you actually yeah. just brought up um, a memory that I forgot that it, this was one of my symptoms, my forearms, being a massage therapist. I never had issues until about six years ago. My forearms would get extremely sore where I'd have to have my husband work on them before I could go to work. And that hasn't happened since I learned this. And like you said, with the acids, too much inflammation, acids, too many acids that are stuck in the body that can't get out. And so once I change my diet, I've not had a forearm problem at all. Like I never get sore no matter how many massages I do. It doesn't bother me like it did before. Yes. And I'm, and I'm still, you know, I've been through that myself in the last few months and, um, it's so much better now, but even still, if I go back to acid diet, it comes, it comes right back. And, and, and we're led to believe that, oh, it's just overuse. But I really think our body is meant to be able to be used, you know, yeah. in this way mm-hmm. without having pain. For sure. <laughs> yes, 100%. And yeah, I used to think like, oh, I have a bad back because my dad has a bad back or, um, you know, so this just must, my genetics, you know, and one of my favorite sayings as genetics loads a gun but lifestyle pulls the trigger so it's it's a lot about lifestyle and quality of life as we get older and not blame it on oh it's because I type a lot that I have you know um, arthritis in my hands or forearms or anything like that it's it's really looking at the body and taking responsibility for what we are consuming on all the levels yeah and so tell just give us an idea of what the lifestyle looks like for you yeah, well, first, if, if anyone, well, for me, I, um, I, I had to change my beliefs of what I thought was healthy, because I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm doing so many things that I thought were healthy. I was eating organic and real whole foods and, you know, trying to eat all the different food groups. And um, I never took time to, like, clean my body out. And so I feel like everybody that is on the planet should take time to at least clean their body out at least once a year and a really good thorough cleanse, like working with someone who really knows what they're doing. Um, just like we take our car to get repairs or if there's a check engine light on and if we ignore that or we don't take it in, or if we don't take it to get an oil change, things accumulate. So I like to preface that, like I, that was what really helped me was to really take time to clean it, clean my body out. And that looks like high astringent, high water rich foods, um, lots of fruits. And this was something I had to change my condition belief on because um, I thought fruit was, had too much sugar, which is like not good for you, which is crazy. Like when I think of it now, because it doesn't even make sense that so many people have that belief system because it's so good for you. Um And if we think of everything as energy, fruit has the highest vibration 
by vibrational energy of any food on the planet. And so if we're energetic beings, we need to take that energy in. And so I could tell you a huge difference with my energy when I eat live high, high water rich foods like that. And we need to eat those foods in order to start to astringe and move the lymph system. And if you look at our anatomy and our physiology and put us in a category of like what type of species we are, um, we would be frugivores, like in that frugivores category, because we have our teeth are more like them, our GI tracts are more like them. Um, and so it took me to go to the high level of fruit and herbs and the hydration to really help open up elimination pathways and get the kidneys opened up um, and clean the GI tract. And so I, I did a high fruit diet with herbs and um, nutrient dense foods to just really flush my body out. And so that's kind of how I started. And then um, now I incorporate a lot of like food that's grown in regenerative soil because it's it can be really depleting for somebody to come from standard American diet or eating real whole foods to go to extreme like that. So it's nice to transition slowly. So now when I work with somebody, I I like to meet people where they're at and take it to their next best level while working on whatever goals they have. But for my diet and lifestyle now, I just, I'm so much more in tune with my body. I know what makes me feel well and I know what causes inflammation and what congestion in the body. And so I, I still do stick to, for the last six years, I do eat high fruit, but I like to eat seasonal. So whatever's in abundance in that season. So if summer, I'm eating a lot of watermelon. Mm -hmm. Um, And now I'm eating like a lot of pomegranates and different citrus and apples, um, because we're in, you know, fall going into winter. So it's, it, it depends on the time of year, but I do tend to eat a, still a high fruit because my body craves that. And I yeah. have, yep, go ahead. Yeah, I know it, mine too. So, um, so how long, when you did that fruit, uh, cleanse initially, like how long did you do it? I'm just curious. Um, yeah, for, so I had a, I didn't have anyone supporting me. I was kind of, this was six years ago and I felt like I was the only person on the planet eating this way and I wasn't really on social media. And so it was hard because I didn't really have support. Um, So it was hard for me to let go of chips and salsa for some reason. And now I, now knowing what I know now, um, it was like I needed to support my adrenal glands more. Uh, yeah, for me, it's popcorn. It's, yeah. it's popcorn for me. And I know I've shared that with you before. Yeah. And it does every time I have it. Like I don't sleep well. It gets caught in my joints and I get, you know, yep. joint a lot of joint pain. Yeah, 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 because it's pretty inflammatory. So like knowing what I know now, I would have like done celery juice or had more, you know, natural sodium things and supported my body more but so I did like mostly fruit and then at night I would have chips and salsa so I like kind of transitioned kind of fast and then I still had that but once I let that go in three months I was pretty much mostly fruit with the occasional chips and salsa here and there which I don't recommend but I would do something different now or I help people with if they are having those salty cravings um yeah, for like a good three months. And then I, I just maintained eating a lot of fruit after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I I was really working on opening up my elimination with my lymphatic system and kidney connection. And so in order to do that, I, I did five days of all grapes. And after that, my kidneys opened up and so many, you know, I started to get a lot of congestion out of my body, like through my nose, you know, you know our teacher teaches, you know, whatever hole 
can come out and it will come out. Like I was getting a lot of mucus out of my tongue, you know, when I would do tongue scraping. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, once you open up that pathway, then you can get a lot more congestion out. And so I did, I got a lot of, my nose ran a lot. <laughs> so I got a lot of mucus and congestion out. And so I were you having sinus problems before that? No, I never had sinus problems, but I started, like I said, to get like allergies, which was weird for me or like more congestion, congested. Um, and that hasn't happened since, you know, in over six years, I haven't had, I haven't struggled with that. Um, yeah, I used to get sick like once or twice a year and that doesn't happen anymore either. So just so many things got better. My menstrual cycle got better. The bloating got better. Um, I can wake up and my back doesn't, I don't feel like I have, I'm hunched over. I can like stand up straight right away, which was so weird for me because it took me a while to get going in the morning and my right shoulder had a hard time, um, just relaxing. It was just, I didn't realize, um, my lymphatic system was like all the acids and congestion in my body was causing inflammation. And I was just, I had pain all over and, um, I felt like I needed massage every day. Right. And I, I had no idea it was part of my lymphatic system and kidney connection. And right. until right. I got to the other side and I was like, oh, my goodness, it was this easy and this simple. Like, why didn't I let go of the chips a long time ago? Or why, did, you know, um, why isn't this information common knowledge um, so people don't have to suffer in their later years? Yes. And so tell us how to get that pathway open and what to look for if it's not open. So this has been a huge thing for me. I, you know, I sauna now like probably three or four times a week. Um, and you know, my kidneys are way more open. My urine was completely clear when I started this. Um, and it did take me, you know, a while to get them, to get them open, but I, um, I still don't think they're quite at optimal, um, Mm -hmm. capacity, you know, for elimination. So, uh, probably more fruit and less, cooked foods would probably be the ticket for that right oh yeah yeah it took me to like I like to use the analogy too we want to turn off the faucet while we mop up the floor so like stop bringing in the acidic um, mucus forming foods and let's open up the doorways of elimination you know and sometimes when your body's trying to digest and process you know it's not using that energy for healing and opening up and so it's just kind of like like an oil change you don't want to just add more oil you want to like clean things out so it's like taking a pause from certain foods just for a season and then there's certain herbs that are helpful dark cherry juice is really helpful for kidneys and opening them up um and yeah just taking taking the time taking time to allow that to happen um there's neurolymphatic points along your spine that can be really helpful um deep breathing is helpful getting out in nature forgiveness is on the emotional side of that that was something I didn't even know I had to work through that came up for me when I was um, deep into my (laughs) deep healing journey Um, and so that was actually really beautiful of what happened with that you're definitely more in touch with your emotions I don't know if you've experienced that when you're cleansing deeper Um, and intuition yes and intuition too like I think when you're eating a um, diet that's got a lot of animal products in it that it it's not good for your intuition um but yeah getting those um foods out of your system Mm -hmm. really does open up the intuition a lot yep 
Yep. And so for even with people that do like to consume animal products, it's it's not saying to you they can never have it forever, but just like a season of time to, to do that and allow your body to feel that difference. But yeah, you do feel um, you do feel a shift for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, so tell us what the acidic foods are. Um, pretty much almost everything except fruits and vegetables mainly um it's the standard american diet yeah so pretty much everything we're all eating (laughs) yeah and i mean there's you know certain grains that are more alkaline than others or things like that and i think when you can soak and sprout things it um, is easier to digest Uh, but yeah pretty much like all processed foods um you know meats processed meats for sure dairy is one of the most mucus forming um, food, especially the, uh, what's it called? Pasteurized and all, you know, all the processed dairies for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I remember in school growing up, pizza was like, had all the food groups. So it was good for, like, I thought, like I was taught it was good for you because it had the, <laughs> had the wheat, it had the tomato sauce as a vegetable, right. it had the dairy. Like, I'm <laughs> like, I can't even believe that that was, that's, that was taught. <laughs> Hopefully it's not being it's done anymore, hard. But. It's hard because, you know, I just watched What the Health. It's a Netflix movie, you know, documentary, and it's such a good movie. And, you know, that they talk about how companies market to children, like mm. to, to make them think that milk is good. And so mm-hmm. I do want to talk about this a little bit because I know that you have two children that are wide age span apart. And so I'm sure that your oldest um, probably had a much different diet than your youngest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't have this awareness with her at all. And um, so I remember even giving her, she didn't really like milk, but I was told to give her milk back then. And I thought milk was good for you. Um, I can't even remember when I, I, I stopped drinking it even before I learned this information, just because I didn't, I started to learn more about it. Um but yeah, she, she did eat cheese a lot. She was always congested. I also gave her Cheerios, which I've now learned have one of the highest levels of glyphosate in it. Uh, but I didn't know that I was just told it was easy for them to pick up and eat. And so it's heart healthy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the box. So yeah, I got suckered into labels as a child, as a child, my own self of like, remember eating cereal and looking at the side labels being like, oh, it's got all these vitamins. It must be good for me type of thing. Um, so I was, I was definitely marked too, and it worked because I would, you know, encourage my dad to let me get all the cereal I wanted in the cereal aisle. But I was always curious too of like, why should I eat an orange instead of a Twinkie? Like, what does it do in my body? And then I thought, well, if it's on the shelf, it must be safe. It must be good. Um, but I always, yeah, was curious. So I had that curiosity. So anyhow, back to my daughter, I, um, I thought I was doing, you know, of course, when you're pregnant, you want to eat healthy. And I thought I was eating healthy with her. I thought I was doing all the right things. And I thought eating organic was a big part of that answer. But I would eat like organic cookies. And and it's still like that doesn't mean healthy. So I'd eat like organic food, but it doesn't mean like not all organic food is healthy um, processed food. And so I would get things that are organic thinking I was, which you are, it's better than, you know, buying stuff that has the chemicals in it. Um, But it wasn't like the health, the health and vibrancy I was looking for. And so she didn't really struggle with 
um, major health issues at all. She was just congested a lot. Um, and then once I learned this information, I, a big piece of why I wanted to heal my body too, is I wanted to have more kids. And I'm like, there's no way I can have more kids if I feel the way I feel. And so I took a couple years to really clean my body out and get it as healthy as I could. Cause I learned we passed down our genetic strengths and weaknesses to our kids. And so I did that before I had my son who is now three and um, I raised him totally different because I, I just started him on lots of fruits right away and coconut meat and coconut water and coconut milk and different things that I didn't do with my daughter. Yeah. Uh, um, so and- I want to go back mm-hmm. to her because <laughs> she's at an age now mm-hmm. where it's because she's a teenager, right? Yep. She's 15. So she's at an age now where it's just very common for kids to eat junk food. And I'm just wondering how does she do any of the things that you're doing? Has she had any health concerns or does she adopt any of the practices that you're doing to that? Yeah, that's a good question. So she, um, I didn't want to be like too crazy strict and have her do what I'm doing just because I was changing, but I definitely started incorporating a lot more like hydrating foods in her diet for sure. Um, but you know, when she goes to friends' houses, she's eats what they have. Um, but I, I empower her to listen to her body um, and to see how it makes her feel. And I educated her about like, you know, if you have breakouts in your face, it's because something's going on internally. If, if your menstrual cycle is painful, like, let me know, let's get to the root of it. So I just kind of educated her about um, different symptoms that could appear that did appear for me at her age. And, and then to give her resources and tools of like how to get to the root of that. And so actually a couple of years ago, I was learned about um, like this certain protocol that has food grown in regenerative soil and gets glyphosate out of the body. And I um, wanted to experience that myself. And she actually wanted to like she asked if she could do it with me. And I was like, okay, if you don't do it, you're paying for the whole kit. And so she was really committed and it was 40 days at that time. Um, And for 40 days, she totally changed her diet lifestyle. She did this whole protocol and she noticed a huge difference in her skin and her digestion. She started, she was kind of puffy, not like, like swollen looking a little bit before she did it. And so this just really helped get that water weight out or that inflammation out. Yeah, Um, me too. I was puffy as well. Mm-hmm. So was yeah. I. <laughs> and um, if you're puffy, oh, yeah. you need to yeah. get your kidneys open. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so that was, I noticed a difference in her. Um, and then she knows she can go back t- to that. So she has that experience of, I felt really good when I was eating this way and taking, you know, these foods grown in regenerative soil and feeling nourished. And so now she knows, like, if she falls off, she can, you know, take time to get her body back on on the path that she knows makes her feel well. And so I feel, I feel good about how I've raised her in that way, as far as like really listening to your body. Um, Cause I have met people who their parents are super, super strict and then they leave the house and eat all the fast food and, you know, develop more problems later. And so I wanted to, to just empower her to make her own choice. That's in alignment with what she is wanting. Yeah. Cause currently I have an 11 year old and she, you know, she loves ice cream and dairy and pizza and all the things that are bread and cheese. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, um, she does not like my power shakes or mm-hmm. any of the shakes I've given her, but she will take the biomedic, which helps to re- get rid of glyphosate, which is great. She will take that. And so I've just been trying to 
incorporate more fruits. And I don't want to um, have, like you said, that negative spin on things. Yep. You know, but I do want to encourage her to eat more fruits and vegetables. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's so many great documentaries, too, that she could watch. I mean, that's what, that's another thing that inspired me. I started to watch a lot of documentaries, like Forks Over Knives was one that really impacted me. Um, I haven't watched that one. uh, You haven't watched that one? No, no. Yeah. But What the Health was so good, yeah. Yeah, What the Health is a good one. There's a new one that just came out I've been told to watch. I haven't yet. It's called They're Trying to Kill Us. And I think the same person that did What the Health did that as well. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's unfortunate that we do have to be our own, like, health advocate. But I, Well, the, my... other thing, oh. the other thing that's un- so unfortunate is that uh, the community isn't, like, it's just weird. If all you eat is, like, fruit and vegetables, you're just kind of weird when you go to dinner with friends, you know. Or <laughs> so mm-hmm. I find it a little bit challenging you know, I want to be able to eat, you know, the mm-hmm. things when I'm with my friends. But at the same time, like, I really don't want to go back to eating the things I was eating because they were totally not serving me. I was just dying of thirst all the time. And I was mm-hmm. never getting hydrated. Mm-hmm. You know, I could drink a gallon of water and not feel hydrated because we really do need our water to come from our foods. Yeah, it's, not from the water. <laughs> yeah, it's structured water. So it yeah, it comes with all the goodies. And yeah, I was just admiring actually eating a pomegranate today. Like, it's amazing even how that pomegranate grew, like from the outside, look, like opening it up with those little, you know, seeds with the water in it, it, like so beautifully. I don't know. It's just amazing, like how that even formed <laughs> from a seed. Um, but yeah, all the water that comes with it, all, you know, and in the vibration that you get with it, it's, it is different. And I actually don't drink as much water as I used to because I'm eating most of eating it more. I, than... I barely ever drink water unless I'm at the sauna than I do. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes it has something else in it, you know, yeah, or some, mm-hmm. some other uh, hydrating something. Yeah. Yep. And I noticed a difference in my skin too. Like my, I used to get dried hands or cracked heels and that, I haven't had that in over six years um, since I changed to hydrate from the inside out. So it's made a difference in my skin all over. Well, let me tell you, in this regenerate, regenerative health community, that's the first thing I noticed because I'm an esthetician, mm. how everybody's skin glows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it does it's make a huge difference. Amazing. It's mm-hmm. so amazing. Um, and... Yes, I, I feel that too. I don't feel as, like my skin doesn't feel as parched and dry. I had a lot of, um, I had a skin ring around my eye. It's it's subsiding now, but um, my lower legs, they were so dry and flaky all the time. And in the winter, I'd get that kind of ashy, dry, flaky skin. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, eating this way has definitely improved my skin 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a really, really big difference. And it feels even firmer, you know, it feels even um, tighter and firmer than it than it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I really feel kind of age backwards, so to speak. Like I feel, I felt like I was 80 in my 20s and now in my late 30s, almost 40, I feel better than I did in my 20s. Right. Right. 
which is yeah. super helpful. And my pregnancies were different. Like my 12 year, they're 12 years apart and I um, recovered faster. My energy was better on the second one than it was the first. Cause I didn't, and they were really impressed with my scar tissue. And I really attribute that to all the healing work I did before. Um, yeah, because and- that healing work eats up the scar tissue, mm-hmm. like all yeah. those little skin growths and things that we have on our skin, they d- all disappear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just amazing at when you give the body optimal conditions, it just, it heals itself. <laughs> mm-hmm. It uses that energy to go where it needs to. And that's why cleansing or taking a little pause and doing a transformation or a fast really allows the body. And, and we've kind of lost our way with that. We've been doing these, you know, most traditions and different religions, there's always some type of fasting. Um, but it's not really as commonly practiced as it was probably years ago. Um, and so, yeah, it's really just coming back to taking a pause and, and taking time to do that. Yeah. You know, I always did. I did a fast for probably, you know, 12 years every year I do it sometimes twice a year and it, it was just a total reset and it ju- it just it cleaned up the skin it cleaned up everything um but then you know I got off I got off track with that um uh when I moved away I moved away to Dominica for a couple of years and when I moved away I kind of got off track with that and then when I came back I could never get back to the fasting or that I would do like I in the past I would do like either um, a juice fast or like the master cleanse which is kind of a lemonade Mm -hmm. fast Um, and I never really could get back to it and so then I started to do the whole 30 and because that was easier you know and I, I realized now I had adrenal fatigue that's why I couldn't fast because I was just too exhausted all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, fasting, I think, is so hard for people anyway. Because for me, you know, I would always have to, I always planned it so that I would work for a day or two. And then on the third day, I wouldn't have to work. Because usually by the third day, I'd be so exhausted and I'd have a headache and I couldn't function anyway. So I would always plan mm-hmm. it. I would plan for that. Yeah. But with this... uh protocol that I'm doing now with the superfoods I you know you just don't have that you just don't yeah. have that it's just sustained energy and, I, and, and there's not that like headache that you get or mm-hmm. there's a fatigue yep yeah and that makes a big difference so now when I help people I don't just do fruit and herbs I I work with the same protocols to help really help people feel nourished as they let things go because it is it is a lot for your body to go through. And that's where I love meeting people where they're at and, and taking it to their next best level and using supportive tools and foods and herbs that really help assist the body. So you're not so depleted because yeah, going into a straight water fast is really tough. If you're, you haven't prepared your body or a juice fast, even um, especially if foods aren't grown properly and picked right. And then coming out of the fast too is really challenging. So I just, I just find the superfoods that we do in this protocol is so much better. Oh yeah. It's, it's super helpful. Um, and actually there's a saying that anyone can do a fast, but it takes a wise man to break a fast. And 
that's that's the big key is like it's not about doing a cleanse or doing a fast but how what do you want to do after and beyond um and and in between cleanses like how can you maintain healthier lifestyle and then each time you do a cleanse you just go a little deeper and then maintain healthier habits you know keep going forward in that direction because a lot of times people can do extreme fast and then go back to old ways or habits and a lot of the same issues will come up and so it's really about lifestyle changes not just doing a cleanse or doing a fad thing but really understanding the body and the chemistry and what we bring in is so important and then just really taking that time to listen to what makes you feel well um as you move forward and um do you do iridology too? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, so, so right next to the pupil is the stomach mm-hmm. and you can see there, um, if that is dark, that is an underactive, um, acid, acid in the stomach. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. And then also you can see, if the lines are kind of blurry, it's uh, malabsorption ring. Yeah, if you see like a thick ring around where it kind of outlines the GI tract colon area, it's so th- that person might have a hard time absorbing what they're eating. And so, yes. and so, mm-hmm. I, so mine was very dark when I started. I had a malabsorption ring, and my my um, around my pupil was brown basically, mm-hmm. even though mm-hmm. my eye is blue. And, um, but I never knew my eye was blue. I always thought I was green. Mm-hmm. And um, so eating these foods, there's no digestive troubles at all because these are the foods that we're meant to eat, <laughs> right? Yeah. Eating these yeah. fruits and vegetables are so easy on the digestion. Um so that, that ring has healed a lot in my eye and it's healed more toward the inside corner, but on mm-hmm. the outside corner, there's still some of that. Nice. Do you, do you notice a difference with your digestion since changing? Oh my gosh. Yes. It's a hundred. It's so much different. It's so, mm-hmm. and I didn't really even know that I had digestive problems, but then after I corrected them, I'm like, oh yeah, of course yeah. I have digestive problems. Why didn't I know that? Yeah. Um, But I see that in a lot of eyes that I read as well. I just think it's so common. I mean, it's a huge, uh, you know, market of, you know, digestive drugs that are, Mm. that are, uh, that people are taking for digestion. When Mm -hmm. in reality, if we just eat the foods that we're meant to eat, those problems go away. We don't Mm -hmm. need antiacid, you know? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And so those are just like, the check engine lights that come on if we're not digest if we, if we only go to the bathroom once a day and we're eating three times a day that we're constipated you know we're backed up or you know most people have like five to ten pounds of undigested waste in their body and and I meet people a lot that think oh I go to the bathroom once a day so I'm good mm-hmm. but if they're eating more than that you should actually be going when you eat and then when you wipe it should be clean Um, And I remember when I first experienced that, I was like, oh, my goodness, like my digestion felt really it felt really good. Like I would eat, you know, go for a walk, you know, just kind of like a dog. You take they eat, you go for a walk, they go to the bathroom. Um, So we should be eliminating, too, as we consume. And if 
we're not, and we have that compacted over years of our lifetime, you know, that can wreak havoc on the digestion and yeah, then our stomach acid isn't as strong and then we're not able to digest properly and our colons can get backed up. Uh, and then the glyphosate issue is huge with, with that or antibiotics and glyphosate is actually patented as an antibiotic. And so really helping to get this sludge out of the colon so we can absorb is so important. And so a lot, a lot of illnesses or disease in the body um, stems from the colon. And so if we can take time to clean that out and get that digestion working well, it makes a huge difference because everything kind of branches off from there. Can you, can you speak a little bit about protein and the protein like craze that we're in, in the documentary that I mentioned a couple of times already that what the health, like <laughs> there's a doctor in there and he's like, I have never ever seen a protein deficiency like it just doesn't yeah. happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yet uh, yeah. everybody's so concerned about getting enough protein yeah so, so the can media, you talk about that yep I feel like the media does a great job with promoting what they want you to buy like milk you know does the body good <laughs> with the mm-hmm. mustache you know we all seen the athletes promoting milk and Gatorade is another one that's not good but anyhow the meat um is really, really hard on the GI tract because we're, for, number one, we're not carnivores. So we shouldn't even be eating um, meat, like, because it, it's not for a species type. And it's, um, and when they kill the animal, it releases um, epinephrine and adrenaline. And so we get those, like, that's where a lot of people think, well, I need my meat because it makes me feel good or it makes, you know, because it, so when you eat that, you do take on the energy. So it can make someone, it's kind of like a stimulant, kind of like how coffee is to the adrenals. Um, to, for that energy, meat can feel that, you know, like you feel, some people can feel satiated from that. So it's, but it's, if we're eating a lot of meat, especially processed meat and fried meats and all, you know, all of that is really, really hard on the GI tract and it can, takes a long time to digest. And then it causes putrefaction if it's not going through, because if there's already backup from other foods that aren't digesting properly, it could just putrefy. And, um, not to be weird, but I can smell if somebody needs to clean their colon out from their breath. I have a really strong sense of smell. Um, and I can sense that on people, um, pr- pretty keenly, um, just cause I've cleaned out my body so much that I can, my sense of smell is just crazy strong. Well, I can speak to that because, um, before I did these cleanses, my uh, body odor was foul. I mean, mm-hmm. it was so bad and it, and now it's, I, I don't have that at all. Yeah. Yep. I used to have really bad stinky feet. I remember being really embarrassed. They would sweat a lot when I would go salsa dancing. And so, yeah, now that doesn't happen. I used to have like hyperhidrosis in my hands and feet too, and that's gone. Um, but yeah, I was really self-conscious about that and about my breath, you know, cause I definitely had colon stuff. Um, but yeah, and I used to feel like I always needed gum all the time to like mask it. Yeah. And I feel like even when I wake up, I don't feel like I have that, you know, like that overgrowth of bacteria that gives mm-hmm. you bad breath. Like I don't, I, if I don't brush my teeth for a couple hours, it doesn't even mm-hmm. bother me. Whereas before it would be like, you know. Yep. Yep. And so it's once I took a pause, I don't even crave meat anymore. Um 
that's, I don't know if I ever really did. I just ate it because I thought I was supposed to. I yeah. ate it because, yeah. And so, yeah. And like that doctor said too, I have never met anyone that's protein deficient ever. <laughs> right. Um, and if you just, you know, there's another documentary called um, um, Game Changers. And it yeah that goes into, that's another good one to show how, what it does to the blood even. Uh, when you have it. And so that's a really good one for this. If people want to learn the science behind it and seeing the blood chemistry difference is huge. Um, but yeah, I don't feel I need it at all. And I, and I, my son, I don't give him any. And my mom can't, is shocked at how thick and solid he is. And he doesn't eat animal. He's had fish one time when we were in Florida, it was like wild caught, you know, fresh. Otherwise, He's three and has only had that once. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and so I, I just fed him differently and he does not look deficient at all in anything. Um, he's a really stocky, solid looking kid. And um, yeah, so if, if protein, if we really needed high protein, then he would technically be deficient. But when I go to the doctor, they ask, you know, so I think that's the issue is we're, we're conditioned to think that that's what we need. And like so many athletes are taking extra, extra protein as they're working out, but they're, you see well, like dark circles under their eyes and dark circles and then they have yeah. kidney issues later. Yes. It is a question that they ask on the, um, health forms. Are you vegan? They ask that, mm. at the doctor for, for my teenagers, at least they, mm -hmm. they do. Um, um, maybe even for Lily, they ask, I'm not sure, but yeah, it is a question. Mm -hmm. I mean, they don't have a lot of nutrition training. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, they don't. And I wish they did, but yeah. And because sometimes people think, well, oh, I'll just go vegan and I'm healthier. And that was Carrie. When I helped her, she was like, I'm vegan. I have my master's in nutrition. Like, I don't understand why I'm still sick. I'm spending thousands of dollars on naturopaths and supplements. I'm not getting anywhere. And because I was like, you've never addressed the root cause. Like you haven't taken time to remove the obstructions. And so a huge piece about regenerative health is really removing the obstructions to the flow of energy to clean out those, the sewer system of the body. Um, and then why not start your kids off on the healthiest path that you can right away? Um, when I see, you know, parents giving their kids donuts, I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Cause it's yeah. so hard to get off that stuff as you know, like, you know, I, I love chocolate chip cookies. And <laughs> so like, I, I don't crave that stuff anymore, but that was hard for me to let go. I remember. And so I didn't want my kids to struggle like I did with the health problems. And so I wanted to start them on a path where they, um, it didn't have to do all this crazy cleansing and detoxing that I've had to do. Um, if they can just start off on a path, but not everybody has this information yet. I really want this information to be common knowledge so we can like take time to clean our body out before even conceiving and then, you know, have these healthy lifestyle habits and then raise our kids in a way where my son's not the weird one for bringing a bunch of fruit and vegetables to school. <laughs> That's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see mm -hmm. this become more mainstream because it's, it, it needs to be because mm -hmm. people are sick. Kids are sick. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'd really like to see that. So, you know, I was, I was um, vegetarian and vegan for many years and I, um, it didn't, it didn't work for me 
because I wasn't getting enough nutrition. And the reason I wasn't getting enough nutrition was because of the soil health and living in Minnesota and the things that are picked and shipped to us, you know, they're not picked right vine ripened, you know, Mm -hmm. they're not from regenerative soils. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's a huge piece of it too, is the, the how the food is grown, and then are we absorbing what we're eating? And so if we aren't absorbing what we're eating, we change our diet to vegan, and we're like something's still off. Yep. It could be, have you taken time to clean out the colon? Are the kidneys opened up? Are you absorbing what you're eating? And so there's so many different pieces of the puzzle to really connect the dots to help someone feel healthy and vibrant. Yes. So uh, if people want to learn more about how to do this, they can reach you at carrytidwell.com. It's C-A, I mean, I'm sorry, K-A-R-R-I-T-I-D-W-E-L-L.com. And she offers a free complimentary 15-minute consultation Mm -hmm. over the phone. Um, And you can learn more about what Carrie's offering there yeah thank you well is there anything else that we that we missed that we should talk about before we um what yeah I know that well we've also connected in with other regenerative detox specialists and love to share to make this information common knowledge and so I know um aren't you and Rita going to be sharing more on regenerative health yes so I'm going to be doing a um regenerative it's hard for me to say this (laughs) regenerative solutions uh call Mm -hmm. on thursday next week at 4 30 central time so um i'll be sending out some emails and um inviting people to that but uh if you want the link for that you can uh email me directly laura Renee, R-E-N-E, Lund at iCloud.com. Uh, or if you have my phone number, text me. <laughs> I'll give you the Zoom link for that. Uh, I'll also be posting on Facebook as well. Awesome. Yeah, and just right now is my passion is to really connect in with more people who want to share this information to make it common knowledge because the more people that we can link arms with because we can't wait for government or someone to tell us, you know, what is good for us because it's clearly not happening. And and then once you experience this difference in your own body, you know, truth and nobody can take that away from you. And so if anyone's listening and thinking they want to you know, they might be having something in their body presenting and they want to get to the root um, to just really listen to your body and and try something different of getting back to nature and listening to, yeah, listening in and seeing if what we have to offer solutions that could be really helpful and supportive for getting to the root of, of that and know that you don't have to suffer. Um, yeah, if your body's trying to communicate something, there's there's a solution for it. And, and there is support through this regenerative detox community. There's um, mm-hmm. Zoom calls weekly and uh, people that are willing to help. So definitely yeah. reach out. Yep. I, de- I did not have that when I first started. I felt so alone. And so, yeah, we've created an amazing community of people who have gone through it or are going through it. We, we do the calls to really help support people. So it, you're not alone. Um, 
and so yeah continue to take great care of yourselves because I, I really do feel it has this beautiful ripple effect in the world and the best gift you can give to those around you is is to take amazing care of yourself mm-hmm. yes thank you so much mm-hmm. thank you Laura okay thank you for joining us today for our talk on regenerative health where we covered the eliminative pathways acids body odor dairy protein and so much more i hope you learned something and enjoyed the conversation you can reach carrie tidwell at k-a-r-i-t-i-d-w-e-l-l.com that's carrietidwell.com to learn more about what she does you can also join my Zoom call on regenerative solutions December 9th at 4:30 Pacific or I'm sorry Central Standard Time. And if you'd like uh, more information or the Zoom link for that call, you can uh, email me at Laura L A U R A Renee R E N E E Lund L U N D at iCloud.com. Uh, or on Facebook. Um, I'll put the Zoom link there as well. Thanks for listening.